Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's a wintry day here, just how it goes now. How are you all doing? Is your life hectic? And sometimes you think, wow, how am I ever going to get everything done? Is that how it's going? I um, can't believe how fast the weeks are going by. It's like the whole energy of the world has sped up, which can be great, can be weird. Depends on your perspective for that day, right? Um, wow. It feels like there's been a roller coaster of energies, too. Last week was crazy intense, crazy intense. And it brought up a lot of interesting patterns or emotions in my world. So um been a hectic couple of years. I had to make some changes that were major in our world. We changed schools. I moved my children from the school they'd been at to a different school because of the situations occurring at the school they were at. It just wasn't working. They were having it's I have two children and it seemed like it they took turns. One would have a rough year, then the next one would have a rough year. And it just, it got to be too much. And I did talk to the administration about it. And I was, you know, basically patted on the head and told what I wanted to hear. But nothing was changing. And the last school year was particularly rough for my child, who's empathic and sensitive. And so it was a huge deal. We did change schools, and then last week, an opportunity came up for him to go on an exchange. So exciting. He's my homebody. He likes to be home with the cows and the horses and the cats and the dog. For him to leave home is huge. He did go to 4-H camps and loved it, so that was good. Um, so when this opportunity came up and he wanted to go, I was pretty excited for him. It, it, was, it was big, right? Um, then we, uh, so we had talked about it, and it was, you know, balled over and decided, because he also doesn't make decisions quickly. <laughs> he likes to weigh things out. Anyways, <clears throat> he decided he wanted to be part of it, so exciting. He had to write an essay, and, and he got approved to go, and it was all good. And then we got the dates, and then it wasn't good, because the week of this exchange is also the week of his 4-H show and sale. And he's pretty devastated, and so was I. You know, it was interesting, because it brought up a lot of the emotion that we were dealing with 
a lot of the challenges and the struggles that we were dealing with last year. And it came to my attention that I'm pretty jaded now. I don't expect the best. I don't give up hope totally, but I'm pretty much prepared for it not to work out, which was interesting because that's not who I used to be for sure. But I went through some pretty intense experiences, and while I'm grateful for them, they sucked. I would call the last couple years definitely transformation, transformative I guess would be the word, completely uncomfortable, reevaluations constantly, figuring out, you know, what I will put up with, having huge boundaries, saying no more often, all that stuff that's messy and ugly but has a purpose. And so all this came back up for both of us, and I'm like, wow, okay. And so I contacted the coordinator, and I said, you know, here's the deal. He has his show and sale. Can I bring him after? So the rest of the group leaves on the Sunday, and him, I would get him there Tuesday morning because Monday's his 4-H show and sale. And, I mean, for people that don't know about 4-H, it's a big deal. It's a big day. It's the day you show your animals, and he has a herd. He loves it. And it's, you sell your steer that day, and you cry and say goodbye, and you get a check. It's basically the test to see how you did all year with feeding and grooming. And it's, it's big. And if he didn't go to his achievement day, he may as well not be part of 4-H for this year, and he's the president of his club. And so it's just, it's not even a possibility. And he even said, I would not give up 4-H show day to go on this exchange. And so I was worried because I thought, okay, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to have to coach him and deal with a whole, you know, next, few months of him um, not being part of something and that's how he felt last year because he just didn't feel part of that class that he was in and when he went to his principal and asked for help he was totally told what he wanted to hear and it was a crock of shit basically I'm not impressed with how that went I'm bitter about it I'm bitter about it. And so it all came back, and I was like, wow. (laughs) we got a lot of work to do here still. Okay. And so a friend and I were chatting, and I said, I am just jaded now. Like, I just don't think that this is going to work out. And I'm, you know, I, I have low expectations. And so, you know, we hashed it out, and I said, you know, this is why. Like, kind of crazy that it's still affecting me. But um, I came up with some solutions, and when I talked to the coordinator, she didn't think it would be a problem, but she had to confirm with the, the you know, organization that they're doing this through. And I got the call Friday afternoon that, yes, if I was willing to pay for his flight and bring him, that it was a go. Oh, such relief, I tell you. 
And then it was interesting because I'm like, wow, am I ever jaded now? What happened to being hopeful? (laughs) What happened to looking for the blessings? Because there is huge blessings in this. So me being me and things falling together, I'm like, I'm going to go visit family. I have a cousin in Toronto that we've talked on the phone and we email, but we've never actually met in person. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to check in with her and see if she can play with me that week, and I'm going to go and enjoy, have a new experience myself, because if I'm delivering him to Toronto anyway, I may as well make it fun for me. And it's falling together really nicely, which is there's the blessing part, right? You know you're on the right track when synchronicity and coincidence happen, and look for those blessings and tap into them and enjoy them, acknowledge them, be aware of them, all of that stuff. So it's going to be crazy, and I know he's going to be stressed because he's my warrior, but we're going to get it done, and he's going to be able to join the group and see fun things, and so am I. (laughs) My other son says, oh, does this mean I'm in charge of dad all week? I'm like, sure, that's exactly what that means, and he's kind of excited too. But I feel like we have to be really aware of spiraling down into that jaded energy. Now, it's good to be jaded. It's good to be aware of boundaries. It's good to be aware of, you know, signs if maybe you're being taken advantage of, things like that. But we still need to try to juggle that with keeping hopeful. So something else interesting happened this last week, too. It's never just one thing, right? Um, I got to teach a meditation class. That was awesome. Talk about energy uplifting. The ladies were so amazing. And it just reminded me of blessings and to get back to basics, keep life simple, because that's kind of where we have to operate right now because there's so much going on at any one time. So that was a huge blessing. I had so much fun. And so I've been thinking, you know, maybe I want to join a meditation group again. You know, maybe I want to be part of, you know, some of that. I struggle in groups because there's so much energy going on at any one time that I don't, like, I I don't always feel comfortable. The thing is, being empathic as I am and as psychic as I am, It's a lot of energies for me to process at any one time, so I'm careful in groups. I have to sit on the edge. I just have to be aware of the energy and to try to process it. And so (laughs) I received an invitation for a group kind of a deal, and I was like, oh, because the lady that invited me, I think she's amazing, and I see good things for her and her future. And I'm like, okay. Um, But the person facilitating it, I, this person has crossed my energy before, and I'm just, I don't know, there's something, there's just something. Kind of has the energy of building a harem. And to work through, like, I don't know, um, coincidentally, this person's energy has popped up in my awareness over the last couple months. So I knew something was coming in connection 
little heads up energetically. And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't get a good feeling. It's not a clear, clean vibe. It's messy. Um, I don't know. It just feels messy. And then, you know, because I've been so jaded, <laughs> I had to sort through it. Like, am I just jaded now? Am I just thinking everybody's up to something? Like, am I being too judgmental? I had to work through all of that. But here's something interesting also that happened. Um, when this was, like, the conversations were happening, I woke up in the morning and I had hip pain. Like I started, I was hobbling around, and I'm like, well, that's weird. I didn't do anything. I was at a cow sale, really, sitting in a bleacher, buying cows. It doesn't cause that. But it was rough. Like I was hobbling, and I had to work through it because I had a busy day. We were doing tire recycling with 4-H and hauling tires, and it's a lot of heavy lifting. I'm like, okay, this is so interesting. And so I got through my day. Got home, had a hot shower, relaxed, it got worse. I'm like, okay, there's something about this. And so I worked through all the energy. I knew I could fix it right away, and I thought, no, I need to process this and figure out what, what is the meaning behind this. And then the next day I did my pendulum clearing. I cleared all the energy around myself, and it was gone. So that tells me it was a psychic attack. I do probably know who, probably know why. I'm saying probably because there's still that part of me that thinks, why, people? Why? Can't you spend your energy on more hopeful, positive things? Does it really need to be this way? And because I wouldn't do that. Like, really? Besides, I believe in karma, man. (laughs) I believe in karma. So if I'm not going to send someone a psychic attack and then, yeah. Anyways. When I looked in my favorite secret language of signs book by Denise Lynn, um, the hips, they can be a sign of support and power. Um, And if your hip is immobilized or damaged, ask yourself if you have a fear of moving forward. Now, I had to sort through that. Do I have a fear of moving forward? Um, Nope. That's not my pattern. I'm more likely to jump in and try things and then realize that maybe it wasn't such a good idea afterwards. (laughs) And it was um, the fact that I could pendulum clear the energy around it tells me that it was an energy thing and it wasn't coming from me. And so it was a good heads up. I'm still sorting through this. And actually I'm probably going to contact someone today to help me with it because there's something important here I need to know for sure. And as we all, you know, navigate this chaotic, hectic world, I have noticed with my clients that people are feeling the whole psychic attack energy more. So make sure you're doing your smudging. Make sure that you're clearing and cleansing your spaces. Use your pendulum. For yourself, have sea salt baths. Do what you need to do to clean and clear your energy to navigate this. Because a psychic attack can do a lot of things. It can do damage because 
you're distracted by that energy, and so you're not at best in your world. And it, it hurts, right? <laughs> like when someone sends you a psychic attack, it damages your psyche a little because you're like, wow, someone really, really doesn't like me, but that might not be it. They might not like what you represent. Because here's interesting. I know people that, you know, don't talk so highly of me, but I don't get psychic attacks from them. It just doesn't happen. I know they don't care for me. I know they don't understand me. I know that I'm a complete alien to them, and they don't know how to process it. But I don't get psychic attacks. Yet there's other people... who because I'm not doing what they want me to do or being who they want me to be or giving them what they want me to give them, they do send psychic attacks. So make sure you're cutting those cords. It's super important because we need to keep our energy clear and clean just to navigate our every day. I can feel this energy build up. And I know if I'm going through it, it's not just me. Lots of times we are just not as aware. We just feel uneasy or we feel a little bit of dread and we don't know where it's coming from. Because let's remember that we've been conditioned and taught that it's our fault. Oh, not feeling well today or, oh, having money problems. Well, that's what's your fault. You're doing that. Okay. Yes, there's truth in that, but there's also truth in someone could be sending you a psychic attack. There's also truth in navigating emotions and energies that it could be you've tapped into somebody else. And now we can go down the rabbit hole because if you're doing that, you obviously wanted to and your soul needed the experience and absolutely everything happens for a purpose and a reason. Absolutely. I will buy that. But you have to sort through and untangle. And when you're in it, it's hard. Because you're feeling all these emotions. And we are not always trained or aware of how to process them in that time. Right? Not always. And it can be a lot. It can be unnerving. It can be disheartening. And there's, um, there's a really interesting energy out right now because of all the people in power being called out on predator behavior. Matt Lauer this morning was just fired because of his behaviors. And so as empaths, we have to remember that we're feeling what the world can be feeling. When it's global events, we can feel what people are feeling, right? There's a lot of men right now that are scared. Scared they're going to get called out. And I'm glad. (laughs) I want them to be called out. But then there's a lot of women who would like to call them out, but it's just not possible. It's just not possible because of the repercussions because of the spotlight that will shine on them 
And so if you're feeling that energy too, you have to sort through it. Very crazy. So make sure you're taking your time to center yourself, to ground yourself. I know Caroline Mace is doing a series right now on getting back to nature. I'm fortunate because I can do that every day. But it also has responsibilities. <laughs> I have to make sure everybody stays alive. I have to feed them. It doesn't matter how cold it is outside. But I do, I have created scenarios and a life for myself where I can ground myself easily, even just with my day-to-day chores. Make doing dishes a meditation for yourself. If you don't have time to carve out that 10, 15 minutes that you feel would be beneficial to meditate, do it while you're doing the dishes. Meditate while you're vacuuming if sounds don't bug you. Have that hot bath. I've been using the breath meditation a lot lately just because I feel like we're all being triggered more than we have in the past. Things are being brought to our attention, and it can be super uncomfortable because it shows things about yourself that you may not like. I don't like that it showed that I was jaded. I don't like that it showed me where in the past I have made choices that may not have been beneficial for myself or for somebody else. And really, we're human. It's not good or bad. We're all here to experience, and we're here to experience everything. Trauma, fear, love, joy, hope. But if we can keep onto that little thread of hope, no matter what, if we can attach to that, we'll make it through this. And the more you become aware of your own patterns, and your own dealings. So I'm involved in a group, the group fundraising for this exchange. And like I said, I don't love groups. It's not always comfortable for me. And I found myself being closed off. (laughs) And I need to work through that because, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's also not optimal. Now, I don't have to be open and make everybody my friend. I can be cautious about it, keep a little bit of the jadedness, but I can bring my energy that's beneficial to the group to the group without compromise. It's a juggling act, though. And you know what? You don't know until you know. To actually experience these situations, you know, the betrayal, the, you know, friendships ending, relationships ending, moving schools, dealing with the fallout, things like that. We have to experience it in order to be aware of it. Someone, You know this. Someone can tell you something, and until you actually experience it, it doesn't, it's not real to you. It doesn't make sense. Human nature. Simply human nature. Okay. Just checking the time. I have a reduce stress journey for us to do today. I mean, the holidays are here. I know a lot of people are worried about money. I know my fellow Albertans. It's very noticeable this year that people are just feeling the financial crunches. And so 
that's the journey I have chosen to share with everyone today, just, just to help us get through, right? Here's the thing. Simplify. If it's not creating a positive energy for you, see what you can do to change it. If holiday shopping and buying for everyone on your list causes you stress, see what you can do to change that. For me, it's online shopping because crowds just do me in, especially at Christmas because people are so worried about money. They're worried about getting the right gift. They're worried about getting together with their family. Who's going to say what? There's just a lot of energy going on at Christmas that makes it difficult for me to navigate. And so I deal with that. I adjust. took a long time for me to figure that out, though, because we are conditioned to do things in a certain way. We have patterns, and until we can go, hey, wait a minute, shake that off for a second. What if I do this differently? But we don't know until we know, right? It's a crazy journey, crazy journey. Hopefully you have lots of blessings that you can, you know, even just if you write them down, become aware of them. I tell you, I danced around and celebrated when it worked out for my son to go on this exchange. And then the side bonus, it worked out for me to go play in Toronto with someone. Like, wow, so cool. I was very excited. (laughs) And then right after that, things went a little chaotic again. I'm like, okay. That celebration was kind of short-lived, but I will just shell that, and I will come back and celebrate that later. Because at the end of the day, we do have so many blessings, so many blessings. And if you find that the non-blessings are overshadowing everything, carve out some time just to review the blessings, just to feel that gratitude and attract more of that energy. It's it's really hectic right now. It's you can go through a whole roller coaster of emotions in like 20 minutes it seems. But the bonus is letting go seems easier. So I had some other experiences this week where I ran into people that in the past if I would have ran into them, I don't know, 20 years ago, we would be fighting and having words. But I mean, granted it's been a long time. But I've run into them in passing, and it's a, they don't even bother me. It's like they don't exist. It's just It just doesn't matter. I work through and let go of that. That you celebrate. Celebrate what no longer bothers you because it's too easy to dismiss it too easy to get stuck in that negativity or that I need to do better, I need to be better, I have to be better, I can do better. Oh, shoulda, woulda, couldas. Why aren't I doing that? Why is that person doing that? Why can't I do that? Why do they make life seem so easy? And that very quick chatter, that monkey chatter, to deal with that, you need to meditate. Have a very positive meditation practice so that you can slow it down. I used to have that all the time. And it's, it's like a constant buzzing in your head, like white noise. And now it's gone. 
because I meditate. And I keep it simple. It's a walking meditation when I go to check the horses, the cows. Sometimes it's just petting my horses. Sometimes it's just sitting on the fence watching the cows. Sometimes it's sitting on the fence watching the elk go through. I take the time to notice something incredibly positive, and then I just enjoy it without it having to have a purpose or having to do something about it or with it. Does that make sense? I'm visual, so that works for me. If you're very auditory, you like to listen, then definitely a guided meditation like we're going to do in a little while, that's your go-to. If you're more clairaudient than clairvoyant, noticing what you notice. Slow it down. If you're feeling chaotic, hectic, overwhelmed, see what you can let go of in your day-to-day schedule to slow life down. Because if you're not taking the time to enjoy your life, what really is the point? Who's it going to benefit if you're constantly stressed, angry, and frazzled? It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit the people you live with. So take that pressure off yourself if you can. If you can't, change your perception of it. I get to do this. We are all in this together. So surround yourself with the people that are supportive and the ones that aren't. Just ghost them. Be polite and courteous, but they don't have to know your day-to-day. Again, you have to figure that out for your own self, though. So when you're going through these roller coasters of emotions, it's all for your learning. Knowing what triggers you, knowing why it triggers you so you can let it go in the future. Sometimes you just have to detach. My world has completely changed in the last two years. People that I considered friends are no longer. People that I was close to, no longer. You know what, though? It's a lot more peaceful. Because just for whatever reason it is and just how they navigate their own world the drama I've had to listen to and you know help with even though that's not really what they wanted is decreased by a thousand percent it's awesome I have way more time to focus on the things I want to focus on have clients that are amazing and want my help and become more aware of themselves and are happier in life for it. Yay! I'm way more aware and careful of where I spend my energy. I spend a lot of my energy outside with my animals. 
Pretty Pretty Princess. So if you follow my Facebook page, you know who Pretty Pretty Princess is, one of our Speckle Park cows who loves to break into the hay pen with her friend Tequila. I named her Tequila because I was chasing her out of the hay pen every day, so I wanted to entertain myself. And then she had a baby, and we named him Lime. I named him Lime, and now it's my son's 4-H steer. It's not really as effective without his mom, Tequila, for context, but Lime's a good name. He's adorable, too. So anyways, Pretty Pretty Princess hurt her foot, probably with all her shenanigans. And so she got to be in the spa in the corral and have a, you know, a hay bale within 20 feet at all times in a shed. And, you know, she got a little rest. So Pretty Pretty Princess healed herself all up, was all better. So I let her out the other day. Two days ago, I let her out. It was in the evening. Yesterday, I went to go feed my cows. And so the whole time, Pretty Pretty Princess has been in the Krell Spa. Her friend, Tequila, still broke into the hay pen, but broke herself out when it was feeding time. And we'd see her in there sometimes in the mornings. And by the time I'd feed cows, she would be back with the herd waiting for the bale. Well, we know who the true diva is because yesterday... I went to feed cows. Pretty Pretty Princess and her friend Tequila were in the hay pen. And I had to go and open the gate and let them out. They couldn't take themselves back out like Tequila's been doing this whole time. No. No, Pretty Pretty Princess likes the attention. She likes the personalized service. I was thinking to myself, dang, I should have brought my phone taking a picture of this because it's highly entertaining. Yeah, I have some diva cows. But we all know that I like it. (laughs) I like that they need me. I like that it makes me laugh. It's one of the ways I stay grounded. So let me ask you this. Is taking care of people one of your things? Is it something that makes you feel good? Because if it is, that's one of the ways you can stay grounded. If it's one of the things that actually uplifts your energy, but you don't admit it because you've decided to look at it as a chore, just check in with yourself and see. And then use that energy to ground yourself. Make sense? We have the tools. All we are truly missing most of the time is an awareness. Become aware of your energy. Become aware of what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what triggers you, what gets you on your soapbox. We all have the things that make us feel good and the things that make us feel challenged and the things that can totally what's the word like shake us to our core we all have those things and being aware of them make your life a lot more peaceful we are who we are and you know investing in your spiritual journey or your personal development And just, again, I keep going back to the word awareness because that's the key. That's the key. Be aware. 
Okay, so let's do our reduced stress journey. Let's see, this one's a bit longer. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to start it now, and if it goes over time, that's okay. I'll add a few minutes to our um, timeline. So take a nice breath in and just get relaxed and comfortable. All right. Settling your body now. And as you do, there is this distinct sinking down into the solid support beneath you that now begins to occur. Your body just begins to let go. It's been waiting and now the time is here. And it just begins to let go. And at the same time, paying attention to your breathing, just being appreciative of that breath of yours and having an awareness of it. In a moment, you will notice a shift begins to happen. And when you do, the eyes will close, if they haven't already closed. In fact, as eyes close, take three big deep breaths. Three big deep breaths. breath signal that we are going within. Your body again sinks even more deeply and comfortably down into the solid support beneath you as your normal, natural rhythm of breathing happens. Your breath, breathing in and breathing out. Just simply breathing, no more, no less. Breathing in and breathing out. No more of the hubbub right now. This is some special relaxing time for you. This is where you get drifted away and can leave it all behind you. This is an altered state of time and space that allows you to be serene and comfortable. Even though you love it all, the people, the places, the activity, now it is time to drift away. Now it is the time to move out of the crowd for now. Now it is time to become relaxed and easy with your normal, natural rhythm of breathing. Just letting go letting go of it all. And as you turn your attention to your feet, let yourself welcome and allow this relaxation sensation coupled with this soothing color of comfort 
as it progresses from your toes to your heels, ankles, your calves to knees, and to your thighs as you become aware of your legs relaxing. A deep inner calm begins to form, and it strengthens and deepens with every breath. And this soothing color of comfort, along with the relaxation sensation, begins to move up through your hips, your abs, solar plexus, each and every breath releasing, relaxing, and letting go. Each breath takes you deeper. The deeper you go, the more relaxed you become. And the more relaxed you become, the deeper you go. And this relaxation sensation and soothing color of comfort continues moving up in a warm and nurturing way through your chest and into your shoulders, the muscles in front, in back, on top, relaxing now. As though healing hands are placed on those shoulders, and all the burdens simply melt away. The warmth, the soothing color of comfort, and you release, relax, and let go with every breath. And down through your upper arms, the lower arms, into your hands as you release any remaining negatives right out through the ends of your fingertips into the universe where they can no longer harm you or anyone else. This soothing color of comfort begins to swirl all around you as though wrapping you in a beautiful cocoon of comfort and the relaxation sensation moves across the upper back and down through the middle back and into the lower back, each breath releasing now as deeper and deeper you go. Breathing in the positives and breathing out the negatives. Each breath continues to work for you. Breathing in the positives to the mind, the relaxation to the body. Breathing out the negative, negatives from the mind, tension and stress from the body. Your very own breath is associated to a positive flow. And with each breath, more and more relaxation, more and more comfort. Your colorful cocoon of comfort swirls all around you as a comfortable cushion of loving energy. And from that lower back area now, Send this sensation of relaxation all the way down the backside of your body, back down to your feet, because in a moment, when we count backwards from five to zero, your body prepares you to enter the state of hypnosis more deeply at zero. So from the back of your neck, 
up over the back of your head, all around the crown area, down over the forehead, your eyes, nose, mouth, your jaw muscles, the facial muscles, releasing, relaxing, and letting go. And now at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deep, deep, deeply relaxed. Deeply relaxed. So in this stillness now, of the soothing color of comfort all around, in your cocoon of loving energy, you find yourself drifting even deeper and deeper into the center of yourself, the deepest center where it is so serene and comforting, and all around you the loving energy of your cocoon. And let something within that knows begins to stir way down deep inside, in that center core of you. A wisdom for you that wants to come forward with a message for you today. Some sort of special message that is what you have been needing and wanting, even now, in the cocoon of comfort all cozy and warm, something more is on its way to you. And as you open to allow it, as you are open to allow the gift from within, everything softens from within and from without. And opening up to receive and allow is softening all the edges, smoothing them out. And a deeper, relaxed comfort begins to occur. As now, it is simply all about listening. Listening with the heart to hear that you are lovable and loving, and the extra special message from the something within that knows. Squared away, deeply comfortable in your cocoon, that loving energy all around helps to bring it forth. And whether it comes now or a few moments from now, it will come. It might even pop into your conscious, utter awake life or show up in a dream somewhere, but it will come because you are listening from your heart and you will hear in your mind what that something within wants you to know. And with this comes an upliftment. The whole thing just uplifts you right up to the top of your symbolic staircase. And with the loving energy of your cocoon of comfort all around, we deepen and strengthen with every step down. with the left foot first at 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, four, three, two, one, zero. I'm drifting deeper now. 
all negatives have dissipated and disintegrated. And now you are in the quiet calm of the confidence to go forward, having been renewed from within. After this, Despite of an altered time and space experience of realignment, take a few more moments now, so secure within your cocoon of comfort, and let all the deeply relaxing feelings, positive thoughts and ideas, let them find their just right place in the deeper mind to strengthen your whole being. I'm going to give you a moment to do that. And for now, you are released from the cocoon of comfort into the world where you can now bring that very same comfort, confidence, and love to your life and to the lives of others. So that in this whole being refreshment, you find yourself again and are ready to spread sunshine all around as you just let yourself feel the good qualities of your images, you also find deep appreciation for the wonders of your imagination. Just feel what you're feeling. Enjoy this. Knowing that you can tap into it any time you wish. Enjoy 
Let the energy soak in. Find that you are yourself again and are ready to spread sunshine all around. And as you begin to come up and out now, bring back the goodness of this rejuvenation into your conscious, outer awake life. Now at zero, to reinforce it all, And now at one, with a deep cleansing breath in, and release. And now at two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake. Say your name out loud. One, two, three, four, five, eyes wide open and awake. You are ready to continue this day with confidence, feeling love feeling secure, (sighs) nice. If you ever feel you need to come back to this journey, if you come to this show, go to about the last um, 25 minutes, I believe, that's where I started. And you can experience this journey all again. So here's to feeling less jaded. Here's to feeling more hopeful. Here's to being very aware of our blessings and focusing on that and not letting the world get us down. Sending you all a hug and thanks for listening and see you next week. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. com.